Hi, Diamonds. Welcome to the United State of Women, a forum where professional women come together to thrive by living more connected to our power, our purpose, and our plan. We invite you to tune in every other week where we show you that you can have it all and teach you how to get it by becoming the star of your own life and not just a supporting role in your life, career, and relationships. Here with Julie Dean, my USW podcast ambassador and co-host, I am Kalina James, owner of LCR, a business consulting and leadership development coaching company. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey, Diamonds. We've been covering a series on facing life's blind sides. And in this episode, we're going over part seven out of 10 episodes. In this episode, we're calling Be Skeptical of Common Wisdom. So grab a notebook and a pen because we are the United States of Women. Hey, Kalina. <laughs> We're back again. We're back again. <laughs> yeah. So we left off of episode six here with part six talking about, you know, trying something new, right? Yes. Trying something new and slightly scary, right? So this is where um, it's the middle of the road and you have to, um, I had to decide which way I go. I'm in this wilderness and I either move forward or either I can remain where I'm at. And so um, I realized that I had I could move forward. I wanted to move forward. The things that I had feared the most were not happening. There was some clarity. There was some forgiveness. And now I can charter uh, the unknown. And so here comes a whole new wave of learning and exploring. And so for the for the seventh, you know, takeaway that I posted on Instagram, I said, be skeptical of common wisdom. And so listeners, Diamonds, I want to read this to you so that you can kind of get an idea of what this was like when I started to move forward. So in the aftermath, there's new things happening around me. And I don't always know what my next move should be. Having all this dumped on me at one time is overwhelming. And I'm learning how to navigate this new world while taking into consideration how people feel how others will react, and my up and down emotions. I'm not always sure what to do, but I know I can't and I should not avoid it. I'm sitting here in the wilderness and it's time to move forward. Take away, I can use more wisdom in all caps, not this conventional stuff. It's dangerous to live in the aggregate especially when I'm trying to figure out my next move. So here is where I said, be skeptical of common wisdom. Common wisdom refers to all the commonplace ideas, expert opinions that are commonly accepted as lowercase true. And this is the wisdom that most people agree on and use to make everyday decisions about their lives. Here I've got an emoji of my hands in prayer in all caps, more wisdom, please. This is my takeaway. Number one, having a few people challenge my thinking who have a spiritual compass that leads with a win-win mindset is critical for me. I literally need someone who won't let me see the world as empty and void of choice. And then number two, sharing my dilemma with someone who has good judgment and is empathetic but not sympathetic helps me see there's three sides to every triangle. Nothing has to be black or white. And then three, finally, 
Uh, listen to God, because listening to God gives me favor with him, the Holy Spirit and the anointing. I am learning that obtaining wisdom is about listening and being obedient to God. It is not about what I do for the Lord, but it's listening and being obedient to the Lord that gives me the key to his heart and favor. And so this was a, a, a interesting post for me because there were still voices around me, Julie, that were saying, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And there were voices around me saying, why do you want to do that? That's going to affect people, right? This is going to be devastating. Or you have people trying to, I guess, piece together a puzzle for me so that I can be at peace or get some peace around it. And there's a difference between looking for just peace, because then there is in this theme in the background that says there's a problem, there's some pain, there's some discomfort, and I just need some peace over it versus being at peace, reconciling, and then moving forward and looking at it with the non-judgment of it is what it is. And I'm totally at peace. What has happened can't change it, observing it for what it's saying and giving me a chance to move forward <laughs> and what I felt in the moment in control of how I wanted to show up. But what I didn't always have was a new way of viewing the things in my life that would give me new wisdom because, you know, this isn't a new dance or a new story, Diamonds. This happens to a lot of people probably more often than we think. However, it is real when you don't understand and don't know what to do as you made the decision to move forward. Making the decision to move forward is one thing, but then knowing what to do and being cautious not to um, bring old habits and old ways that can kind of distort your lens as you make decisions it's pretty, it's pretty challenging, but it was also a good thing in, in one regard. It was good because I was moving forward. I felt like I didn't want to stay in this valley. Who wants to stay in the wilderness, sitting in the midst of the desert, realizing and enjoying where you've come from, right? You've been able to travel and navigate through this wilderness, and you're excited that you're not dead. You're excited that you're well and that you have a sound mind and that you caught some sort of success and completed something in your life, <laughs> right? I've made it to this part and I'm, and I'm here, but then in front of you is the other half of the journey. I can't just sit here. So sometimes even in our navigation diamonds of just chartering something new, a new adventure, something we want or something we don't want, we don't often always know what to do. We just start moving. And I was very cautious of the fact that in order for me to be successful, I had to find some people with a spiritual compass and who really understood what a win-win opportunity was. And they didn't have an opinion or a judgment around whose side I should be on. Well, and you know, you pick people in your network, you know, you're not just picking anybody that's in your circle to talk to, right? You have an extensive layer of people that are in your life. And when it yeah. came to choosing, you know, how did you pick like the people that were going to challenge your thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, it was about 
their spiritual compass when it came to maturity around what is responsible, but also what is uh, potentially uh, healing that continues the journey of healing. Being in mind of every aspect around me, all the moving pieces, because that, that's the reason why I said the world isn't black or white. It's not void of choices. They were helping me see choices, choices that were not the should do or you shouldn't do or you 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 know you 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 can't do. It was more of a what's your opportunities here that can best serve the values that you hold. And so those were people who had a a compass, a very responsible, mature spiritual compass that did not take sides as to whose side are you leaning on, whose side do you think opinion or feelings matter the most. And then it was really down to a skill set. You know, I looked for people who had a skill set. You know, God love her, but I'll give her a shout out. Um, Patty Pavey was absolutely wonderful to me and allowed me to sit in her presence for an hour um, because I could literally share with her what was going on because she had the skill set of a coach to a coach to a coach to sit and talk with me. And I also reached out to Kimberly, Dr. Kimberly Morris, who is a PhD psychologist who could literally do the mental work and the heart space work that I wanted to do and continue to do from a medical aspect. And then you obviously have your spouse, your husband, who is for you, rooting for you, but he's also loves our family, but he also knows that this family who is, is looking to bond and connect didn't do anything that would warrant them not to have access to us in a way that was, I say, not biblically correct, but lovingly correct. And so here you have these, these three people that were spiritually responsible and had a compass that led with a win-win mentality. I like that. And I like that because, you know, I'm so thinking about, you know, when we're in an emotional state where we're not thinking clearly, a lot of times we want to go straight to the people that are going to support us and agree with us. Like we don't think often maybe we should be looking for people that are going to challenge us. We're so quick to be like, hey, who can I go vent to? Which girlfriend can I call to go complain about what's going on in hopes that they'll support me and validate my feelings? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was my step number two, because sharing my dilemma with someone who had good judgment or who has good judgment and is empathetic and not sympathetic. And those good friends are just sympathetic. They just feel the sympathy. They're sad. They're angry. Um, they feel bad for you. And they're sometimes can be literally trapped with you. I don't know what you should do, but I just know I feel bad for you. And um, what happened to you was, you know, wrong and you should be mad and that's okay. And, you know, you God love those people. However, it felt good to hear from them, but there's a part of me, and, uh, and Diamonds, there's a part of you that when you hear this, it feels good. It gives you a sense of like, yeah, I'm in, a, I'm in a rough spot right now. And I lend my ear, and you'll lend your ear to them to justify why it's okay to be mad. But at some point, it was time to shift. I wanted to shift, and that voice those narratives 
speaking into me just felt uncomfortable. It felt like it felt like I was being held back from wanting to explore and they could not what's the lack of the better a better word is they could not they couldn't switch with me. It's one thing to be angry with you and take on that offense with you, but when you're ready to shift they're like, "What?" <laughs> I'm still mad. They're yeah. still mad. They're still upset. What do you mean? You're trying to move on and forget. And I don't know about that girl, right? They're they're with you in that space. And how true and how often is it diamonds when you share your intimate details with people, especially when you're going through with your spouse, your job, your children. And when you've moved on, they still got some sort of kind of feeling about the individual or the situation that holds them hostage. And it can for be sure. very difficult for them to move on. To right. I'm you. guilty of that. Like, I'm definitely like, you told me you don't like that person anymore. So I don't care if you're acting like they're friends with you now. I already checked them off my list. <laughs> right. And that's exactly the lens diamonds you want to recognize when you're ready to move on how valuable those individuals will be when you're looking to share the dilemma of moving forward and wanting to have sound judgment, someone who can see all sides of the triangle of that life because there's your side, there's its side, and then there's this whole other holistic side that you may not be seeing in your six, right? That can very well lend you wisdom to navigate. I love that. And that's, you know, I think that's why this third point is so powerful because at the end of the day, listening to God, you know, when all else comes into play, you got to definitely not discount God. Yeah. 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 And, and, and truly ultimately at the end of the day, it is the deepest compass that we can have with ourselves is to have faith in a higher being that then gives us a certainty about how we are going to show up, if not become through it. And here is that third side that absolutely is someone who's not only rooting for you and your success, but it's rooting for the other people in your life's success. And it's a grounded confidence. It's such a grounding confidence in being able to say, Lord, as I move, come and go, at the extension of my hand, my mouth, my voice, whatever I put my hand to do, let me do it with all my might, but let my my deeds be a blessing to you and plant seeds for the opportunity that it may grow something that will be beauty in the ashes that we perceived um, was happening. That's amazing. And I like that because, you know, if, if you're thinking right now and you're listening and you don't believe in God, but you don't have any belief system at all, you know, it's a good opportunity for you to challenge yourself to follow, follow a belief system. Because if you don't have anything at the end of the day to foundationally build yourself on, it makes it really hard to figure out what you believe in. Yeah, it makes it hard to figure it out and makes it hard to deal with the anxieties of life because, you know, at the point of our reach, when it's empty, and it has no place to go, where do you go? And so, you know, how do we encourage our faith? How do we encourage our connection to, um, to, to God? Or for some people, they may call it the universe. Some people may call it, you know, whatever they may call it. How do we connect ourselves to a place that we can feel this grounded confidence, this certainty 
about, you know, who we are in the midst of all of the struggles. Some people do it through prayer. Some people do it through nature walks. Some people do it through their, their faith at their community local church. Some people do it through reading their word or devotions or journaling. You know, it, it's really, it's a really powerful gift that you can give yourself is to be silent in the moment and allow yourself to connect to something bigger than yourself so that it helps navigate you through this world as this bright light that can not get caught up into um, becoming diminished in your abilities or diminished in your impact of what you bring to this world. And uh, having this grounded confidence allowed me to know that I have favor um, in that presence, that I have wisdom in that presence, and that I also have this ability to have his heart which means that as I navigate through forgiveness, navigate through uncertainty, I can always look from his perspective, from a biblical standpoint and see what might be potentially unlearned for me or possible for me to adopt so that I don't get caught up into the, the, the weeds of the doing. I really wanted to capture more about being wisdom versus just doing wisdom. I love that. I keep thinking about this ethics class that I had one semester and they were talking about, you know, moral compass and your belief system. And if you don't believe in anything, how can you discern between good and bad? How can you make decisions if you don't know what you believe in? That's pretty good. That's a really good one because, you know, things change based off of the law. What we perceive to be ethical, not ethical anymore. What we perceive to be biblical or lawful, not lawful no more. So how do you hold on to something? Something deeper than all of that, you know, to help navigate character, navigate, I think, your core essence of being, you know, how, who, how you show up. I used to always say, I'm Christ for life. You know, what does that mean? <laughs> I, live by, I live by a code. I live by a conduct or a code that really governs and it's a compass for me, regardless to, you know, what life may throw at me. Does it mean that you get buried diamonds underneath the rubble, you can't, doesn't mean that doesn't happen. Doesn't mean life doesn't bring me a challenge every so often. But God in, the, in his word never did promise that we would be void of that. We would never experience setback and trouble. He only promised that he'd be there with us through it. And Absolutely. if that be the promise I have, then like I said, leaning on him and having a relationship with him to listen was the gift that he was giving me. Hasn't failed me yet. Hasn't failed me yet either. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So Diamonds, if you're listening, we hope that, you know, you were able to get something out of this because, you know, it's definitely about being skeptical of common wisdom and understanding that, you know, you can't just believe everything you hear and you can't just believe yourself all the time. You have to have more, more in this, in this journey. And, you know, as we're getting ready to talk about part eight next episode, I want to let you know that it's all about learning to live with uncertainty, you know, understanding that anxious feelings don't always mean that you're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. And so we're really looking forward to share more about that next week. Yes, I can't wait to tell you as much as I was searching for wisdom, sometimes there was uncertainty. And how do we charter through that lens? Well, I got a lot to tell you and I can't wait for the next episode. So until next time, Diamonds, shine bright. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it. Share it with people you care about, people you think this will benefit. Share with your team or colleague who is having a difficult time and is looking for solutions. We all want to help people live empowered, to know what to do when faced with uncertainty. And I believe that these ideas can help others have that success. So please share it. But also follow us on our hashtag community power purpose plan and tell us what you think and how this episode has helped you. Diamonds, you have a choice to live connected to progress and growth. You deserve it. And it is yours to have. Live life, my friend, and be encouraged to step into your power purpose plan today. Until next time, take care.